Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at wijsf.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC.
Good afternoon. This is DJC here on Music Woman Radio. This is a beautiful, breezy spring day in South Florida. And today, my guest is very special because of what she does musically. So, without any further ado, I'm bringing in Barbara Rubenstein, Rubenstein. She'll correct me when she's in. Hello. Hello, Joan. It's Rubenstein, but that's okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm happy to be here with you today. Very good. Very good. Now, you are from, you're a June baby, but you're a cancer, the end of June, and you're born yes. in Pennsylvania. That is correct. Okay. So tell us, Barbara, how did you first come to music as a child? Well, unlike most musicians, or I should say many musicians, I did not come from a family of performing musicians, but I did come from a family that was educated and valued the arts, particularly the performing arts, and valued music. Um, So when I was a young child, as you may have read uh, from my biography, baton twirling was my first performing experience. So that was the first avenue that took me to performance and to the stage. And when I third grade, I received a piano from my grandparents and began taking piano lessons. So that was really my very first start in actual music. I sang in the choruses at school. And then at the end of fourth grade, we had the opportunity to begin a band instrument, which really excited me because I loved as a child being part of parades as a twirler. So, of course, there was always bands in the parade, and I wanted to be a part of the band experience. Clarinet was the instrument that I chose and began taking lessons on the clarinet, continued playing all through school in concert band and jazz band. I was also in the chorus uh, about early middle school. I started also taking organ lessons. We had a beautiful organ in our high school. And prior to all performances of all grade levels, there was an upperclassman who would uh, perform organ preludes prior to the concerts and I wanted to be that person so I learned how to play the organ and I did that through high school as well as performing on all of the other groups the choruses and the bands and when I was I can't remember if it was seventh grade or sixth grade but sometime in that general um, age area my I was at lessons with my clarinet teacher and there were other teachers and other students in the room. And we were talking about what you wanted to be when you grow up. And I knew I wanted to be a teacher and I was leaning towards being a music teacher. And my clarinet teacher asked me, um, 
well, what do you want to be a band director or do you want to be a general music teacher? And my response to him was, well, I think I have to be a general music teacher because I'm a girl. And he looked at me a little strangely and said, well, why would you say that? Um, and the, re- the answer was because the only women teachers were general music teachers and all the band directors that I knew were men. But he told me that when he graduated, and he was, he was relatively young, when he graduated or when he was in school to be a band director, he said 50% of his class were females. And I said, okay, well, then I'm going to be a band director. And that's mm. where it went. It took me to Ithaca College where I received my formal music training. And the rest of the story is I've been a band director all my life. <laughs> well, I haven't had the opportunity to see in person, all of the women. I've interviewed over 300 women now. And Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to see you with Donna Singer. Mm -hmm. And I can attest to the victory that you exhibit as a conductor (laughs) Well, thank you. It's so natural for you. And I can see that twirler. You know what I'm saying? Because I Mm -hmm. was in a marching and maneuvering band, and I would watch the twirlers. I twirled, but I wasn't a Uh twirl. (laughs) 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 You know, I was a drummer. I I Uh did one of the drums, right? Uh-huh. So I experienced the marching band experience as well. And I mm-hmm. can see that you have command of your orchestra, of your band, of your ensemble. You know, you, mm-hmm. you are in control. They are watching you. And I, I was watching you. And I think that the people generally were watching you direct that band. And I, I must say that you are, it, it's very good to watch, Barbara. That is what <laughs> well, I can say. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so now, much. On uh, that note, have you had any challenges? being a woman conductor in the world of conducting? I don't think so. And I say I don't think so because um, you would never really know if there was ever any situation where I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do just because I was a woman. Um, I would hope that that was not the case. Um, I can't say that, that it was or was not. But for the most part, I have never experienced really anything personally that I couldn't be a band director because I was a woman. Um, right. it's, it's not an easy job. It's not an easy job for a man. 
<laughs> you have mm-hmm. to be willing to work and you have to be willing to improve your skills and you have to be good at what you're doing. And that's, that's how you get to be the band director, uh, whether you are a woman or whether you are a man. Um, when my, te- my teaching job that I had for the greater part of my career, uh, I also was the coordinator of the music department in Victor, New York. Um, and I oversaw a music department of 15 staff members. Five of them were band directors. Four of them were women. Wow. Wow. What school Mm -hmm. was that? Uh, Victor, Victor Central School District in Victor, New York. I taught there for 30 years. Oh, I see that. I'm Victor, New York. Mm -hmm. Well, that, I tell you, I tell you, victory is what I see in your conducting. You know, <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, and, mm-hmm. of course, your name lends the question, do you, are you related to Leonard Rubenstein? <laughs> Bernstein? No. No, there is oh, absolutely no relation. <laughs> okay, so yeah. where am I doing Rubenstein? Is there a conductor? No. Uh, Helena, I, I think there, I think there, there was a classical pianist. No, but and, uh, wouldn't it be a composer Helena? of piano, a, a composer of piano music? Okay, but absolutely no relation. Okay, well, mm-hmm. and anyway, th- tell me now about your. How do you choose? Or do you choose the music for mm-hmm. your ensembles as the music director? Mm-hmm. Yes, that is one of my roles. And I do pick the music. Uh, the theme of the concert that you most recently attended was music Americana style. So I chose music that fit to that particular theme. Sometimes the theme is a broad theme. Sometimes it's a very narrow theme. And sometimes we wouldn't necessarily go with any theme at all. But choosing the music is um, an important part of the concert presentation. And in the role of a conductor of a community band, such as the Boynton Beach Gold Coast Band is, I am dealing with musicians from students who may be as young as 13 or 14 years old and well-seasoned musicians in the upper 80s, possibly even into their 90s, as well Mm. as musicians who have a varying degree of musical experience. Some of the members of our band are are also professional musicians. Several of them are retired band directors, such as myself, retired public school band directors, um, or have performed in their careers. And some of them just played for enjoyment in high school, possibly, or college, and are now picking it up again as an adult in their life. So there's a whole variety of skill levels as well as experience levels and age levels. So my challenge is to pick music that is not too easy to bore 
the well-experienced players, not too difficult or challenging for the players with less skills, and to pick music that is going to be enjoyable for the audience, which is uh, coming from various walks of life and various experience levels. So what I try to do, obviously, is a wide variety of music, something that at least there would be something there for everyone. Okay. And actually, so- that was that that was my philosophy of choosing music when I was a, a school band director, although there I knew exactly what difficulty level because I was only dealing with my students. But nevertheless, a good variety of music is always important to present an enjoyable concert and music that is going to be appealing. That doesn't mean you can't expose the audience to something that may be a little less familiar or something that is a little more modern and never been heard before. So a good variety would always be the wisest choice. I see. And I felt that throughout your, uh, you you touched on so many genres in mm-hmm. this one hour performance. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was wonderful. I truly well, thank you. It. Yeah, thank you. And it's a and wonderful group of musicians that I have to work with. I see that. I hear that. I heard it, and I'm happy that Donna was a part of it. Donna has been a great supporter of our nonprofit, Women in Jazz, South Florida, that promotes women musicians globally. We have 342 members, and 203 Mm -hmm. of those are musicians. Mm -hmm. And And Donna is wonderful to work with. Um, The band loves when she is a part of our program, and uh, we we collaborate very successfully. Yes, yes. So what is your next step? What is your next venture? With the band, right now we are on our summer break. We will Mm -hmm. resume rehearsals um, in September, and our season generally runs from September through April or May. And we tentatively have four concerts scheduled for next season um, in October, December, February, as well as May. And uh, this summer, I will start to look to picking the music, and then when we get back together in September, we begin rehearsing and we start the fun again. Yes, this is, this is beautiful. Lovely. So have you decided, would you, would you reveal your next theme? No, I'm not going to reveal my next theme. (laughs) I have it in the back of my mind. I don't have it ironed out completely yet. Um, But You'll just have to come to our concert October 20th and find out. <laughs> okay. I'm going to write that down right now, October the 20th, and make sure that you put it on Facebook. Oh, absolutely. You know. Yes. The, the band has a Facebook page, Boynton Beach Gold Coast Band, 
And mm-hmm. we also have a website, goldcoastband.org. Right. Okay. Well, so if what would you tell a young woman coming into the music industry today? Mm-hmm. I would tell any young woman, young girl, to follow their dreams, but to make sure that they are prepared. Any area of music, whether you are a performer, a conductor, a teacher, a producer, it's very, very competitive. Just like athletics, there's talent unbelievable out in the world. So you have to make sure that you are prepared for what your dreams are. If you want to follow your dreams, you have to seek the right routes. You have to know what, know your skills, be prepared, get the training that you need. Don't let anyone say that you can't do what you want to do because you are a girl or because you are a woman here. It it was me myself that said I couldn't do what I really wanted to do because I'm a girl. Don't, don't let anyone say that to you, but you have to be willing to work really, really hard. And if you're whatever, if you're a performer, you're a conductor, you're a director, um, you can't just think of the performance because most of the hours that will be spent in your field is in the practice and in the preparation. And you have to enjoy that process along the way. You have to enjoy improving. You have to enjoy getting better. You have to enjoy the planning and the preparation that it takes to reach that final ultimate performance. But you have to also know what your goals are. What is it specifically that make you happy? I had a, a civics teacher in junior or senior high school who said something to me that has always stuck. And he, well, he said, didn't send it to me. He said it to the whole class that it, you will be successful if you find something that you like to do and that you can make some money at it. And it's just some money. Don't, you don't have to get rich at it, but some money. That is how you will know you are successful. And if you can find that in your dreams and in your goals, I think that you will be successful. But you have to be willing to work hard. And being a band director, being a performer, being a musician is extremely time-consuming. And Many people have said, including yourself, that being a woman band director is kind of unique and unusual and kind of rare, but I think it might be for two reasons. One is we certainly can't allow the culture to exist that resents women in leadership roles. That has to stop, but also you have to understand that women in directorship roles or a a woman, a man, anyone in a directorship, a leadership role is extremely time consuming. So that has to be part of your goal and your willingness to assume those responsibilities. And it's quite possible that many women feel they don't wish to make that kind of a time commitment and therefore their roles may be more like at an elementary 
band director level or a junior high band director level as opposed to possibly a more visible high school band director level where you have so many extracurricular kinds of things to do and festivals and adjudications and so on and so forth. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. You have to be willing to put in that kind of time. So those are the kinds of things I would tell any girl who's willing to get interested in getting into the field. Okay. Well, we are at the end of the show where I play more music. And I thank you for being my guest today. I look forward to your October concert. What is the date again? Uh, It's still a tentative date, but we're hoping for October 20th. Okay, I'll look out for that. And in the meantime, do consider becoming a member, support our mission to promote women like you. And well, we thank you will so much, Joan. Be able to listen to this show in about a half hour. It will be archived. And you give some very good advice, Barbara. You are an excellent musician. And That's what I can say about Barbara Rubenstein. Thank you. Thank you, Joan. It's a pleasure. We'll talk again. Okay? Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Educational organization 
that promotes women musicians globally through events.